0: Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter.
1: Go, if only I had a robotic voice. Could you edit that? No. Shit. All right, anyway. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is... Mike Sutherland. Hey. Oh, man, I just thought of a good idea to go with that intro. Welcome back, my friends, to where the show meets the eye. I don't know. There was something there, but it's fucking
0: gone. Yeah, thank God.
1: Yeah. All right. So anyway, this is our Transformers The Last Night episode we will be talking about that fine piece of uh, cinematic uh, michael bay art uh, as well as you know my enthusiasm and mike's enthusiasm for it cuz we're really into this movie yeah. and uh, also we'll we'll talk about um grander things like my pick of the week which is going to be the 1996 film 2 days in the valley predator 2
2: ooh,
1: ooh i like it predator 2 all right awesome man bill paxton With it. Danny Glover, Maria Conchito Alonso. (laughs) First person to ever call the Predator Pussyface. All right, so we'll talk about those. Uh, And maybe some movie news. And Michael Nyquist died. All right, bye. All right,
0: all that and more, take it away. Michael Bay.
1: Do you really want to start it that way?
0: Yes. Take it
1: away. Ugh, oh, great. No, my fucking IQ just dropped again. Take it away, Cade. Cade <laughs> Yeager. Cade Yeager. Fucking oh, hero. Fucking dumb. Man. Hero of our times. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. time. <laughs> Meanwhile... How you doing? 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 All right, let's do it. I forgot to mention in my review the fucking idiotic part where he puts his arm up in the air and he stops the fucking. He stops. What was it? Was it Megatron's blade or or what? Optimus I, Prime. Uh, he saves the world with his fucking, with his fucking thirty-day alcoholic chip. <laughs> Because it fucking formed around He's his an AA chip, yeah, formed around his arm, and fucking saved the day. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. Look, anyone, anyone with half a brain in their mind, even someone that liked this movie, because there are some people that like it, um, it has to take, it has to have enough brain capacity to know that there's plenty about this movie to make fun of nope. and to, and I, to fucking hate.
0: I wanted to look up the reviews. Internet's down because uh, apparently so there's fuck you HOA. No, Oh, okay. We don't have HOA internet, dipshit.
1: <laughs> but it's it's like thanks Obama, you know. Yeah,
0: thanks Donald Trump. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know what's going on. It's been happening since last night at fucking one o'clock, or this morning at one o'clock in the morning, and then the the internet would just randomly go down. I think your facial hair is getting in the way of the signal. Yeah, that's what it is. Throwing
1: up fucking yep. jam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> raspberry. No. <laughs> I hate raspberry. <laughs> Lone Star. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, so I wanted to look up, there's an actual fucking Transformers commercial out there that's saying, you know, the greatest hit of the summer or, you know, the biggest hit of the summer or whatever and, transformers 5 is loved by everybody <laughs> maybe and, in uh china yeah and fucking it it gives out you know like three of these these reviews by you know dave <laughs> bobby Bo- round the corner yeah dave bobby down the street and some guy named you know and raul lundquist <laughs> yeah raul some guy named lundquist <laughs> you know that says it's amazing you know <laughs> And I wanted to find that commercial to find out exactly what sites are saying this shit because Joe and I discussed this earlier, which was, (laughs) who the fuck would find this movie anywhere but amazing? Yeah. You know, stupendous or, you know, it's got great action. It's, you know, look, it's the best best Transformers of them all. If
1: a two and a half year old, because I'm not going up to three, if a two and a half year old was into this movie, I could see that. I can see, cause, I can see sub five. It's because they're for robots, and they, they don't have the context yet. You know, they don't understand. They, they don't understand that that, that there's been so much better put out in the world. It's, you know, and and more respect for whatever mythology they're using. It, it they don't
0: know. It's getting a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's too high. But so I think that means one and a half critics out of every one hundred actually mm-hmm. like this fucking movie. Fif,
1: yeah, fifteen out of every hundred.
0: Who are the fifteen assholes? How can you like this, this movie, <laughs> dude? I had a hard time even. Hold on a second. Here we go. Damn, damn. Right on. Finally,
1: I got a right on. I agree with you though. The movie's a fucking two out of a hundred. Right. But I gave it a fifteen. So ding, yeah. Ding, ding.
0: Well, but you were you were doing your. I'm guessing what. The Rotten crit- Tomatoes yeah. is doing, and
1: it's, it's all look. I, I know the movie's a shit, movie's a piece of shit. There's only one thing in this entire film that saves this movie from being a complete zero. What? Anthony Hopkins. Yes, and yes, yes. Anthony Hopkins brought it up to a zero point five for me. Okay, that's it. Other than that, this is a this this I I'm I'm insulted and offended. Okay, and I know I'm a white guy saying that, and you know oh, white privilege. Fuck you. It's not that. It's not that bullshit. It's it's me as a moviegoer.
0: <laughs> it's me as a Transformers fan. It's me... This is a fucking insulting movie to any moviegoer.
1: It is. It is, absolutely. And um, look, the, the last movie was an, also a huge insult, but my hatred for it wasn't like it is for this one. Because it's... The last one, I was able to find some joy in it by laughing at how fucking stupid it was. But this time, it's like... I don't know. It's like as if... You went and saw The Human Centipede, the 15th sequence or something. Or By this time, you know it's not going to be any better. It's going to be absolutely fucking worse. But, yeah, you still went and saw it. Now, we went and saw it because we're doing reviews. And, look, I, I, this is going to be one of the biggest movies of the you year. You
0: used your free ticket.
1: Yes, I, I used my free I, I fucking saved my free ticket um, just so I could use it on this movie because I did not want to give any more money to Paramount and Michael Bay for this shit there's just no no way and I'm actually when I was writing the review I was actually pissed off that I was writing a review for such a piece of shit film because why should I devote any of my time
0: to even my hatred towards this movie it's because we have to I know <laughs> so because we're trying to actually build a brand <laughs> yeah so uh, <laughs> or it look, it, rebuild a brand and, and
1: I, I, I'm, I'm I'm being sarcastic to a point but it's but still it's it is labor intensive when I don't want to think about this movie. I, 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 but the fact that I have to devote all these hours to it, fuck you, Michael Bay.
0: Yeah, all these hours of writing a movie review.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that? I also do research, <laughs> okay. and I watch the movie. I had to drive to the motherfucker.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I had to actually get out of the car and go into the theater and <laughs> watch it. I know. Why isn't there
1: Dude. a dri- why isn't there a drive-through movie theater? <sighs> Just don't don't no 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 don't, 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 don't.
0: Rhetorical, rhetorical. Yes, I know. It's called a drive in, but it's okay. <laughs> and do they still exist? It's drive in, drive out. This is my main problem with the movie. Not and then everything else is just minor. What's your problem, main? <laughs> it's fucking disjointed. Oh yeah. Incoherent. It's it it, it just like randomly cuts This is what it seems to me. Like he just fucking filmed a bunch of shit. Yeah just random went around the world and randomly took out his camera and said, that looks cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and then, and then said, okay, well we're going to film at Winston Churchill's house. We're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a good story behind that, by the way, if, you, if you've if you read about it. And then, uh, um, and then we're going to do a bunch of aerial f- shots. Yeah. And then
1: and we'll add a transformer here. We'll add a transformer there. Yeah. <laughs> An explosion there.
0: But this is, this is what he said to the guys. He, he goes, um, I'm just gonna film it uh-huh. and then you guys get to make it. Yeah. To the to the effects guys.
1: So he's a second union director then.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know, and it's gonna be difficult, that's he's what he just said. Doing scenic shots. It's like like n- n- no. No, ha- have a fucking idea. Yeah. And then put it down on paper so you could storyboard it so that we know what you want. Yeah. But no, we we got this fucking weird honeycomb planet cybertron attacking earth
1: from the shit that i read michael bay wanted to do a king arthur movie back in the er, the mid 2000s he wanted to do the actual king arthur movie that they made well he right. didn't do it for whatever reason i don't know why i don't give a shit he walked away from it but um uh fine it fell through yeah, financing. and fell he through. always thought that the idea was cool so in a way it's whoever turned him fucking down for financing or whatever that caused what we've got now. <laughs> right. Because if they just let him make his fucking King Arthur movie it's 13 years ago, we'd be okay. Well, no, we wouldn't. We'd still be hit shit. <laughs> he would have just picked other something else, you know? I don't know what else he could have picked, but he would have picked something else that fucking out of left field to be the, the main story. I don't know, the birth of Jesus. Yeah. Fucking, oh, baby Jesus was not a fucking... He wasn't from God. He was actually a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> or some shit, right?
0: Yeah. No, just... Ugh. No, it, okay, so you have... Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, who returns as Cade Yeager, you have this 13-year-old chick who has to have dramatic looks, you know, and every three seconds. And he's
1: really most wanted. Yeah. He's most wanted by the guy. There's still Transformers they're hunting, but Cade Yeager's the villain.
0: Yeah, he he's America's most wanted. Yeah. You know? And then and then they can't find him. Yeah. <laughs> but they were able to find him at the last minute, you know?
1: Yeah, Josh Duhamel, who, oh, welcome back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, he was good in it. Well, I okay. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Josh Duhamel in the movie. That's I don't have a problem
1: with Josh Duhamel. It, it's it's them using Josh Duhamel again just so they can have someone from the past in it.
0: And, right. And he had there was n- to abs- connect the first in this in this one.
1: He had anti depth. Th- there's people that have no depth. His character had anti depth. Right. It, it was like stop it. It him was a live action version of the Sam Witwicky picture in that scene of the movie. Not really,
0: no. Where
1: it's like, oh, remember this guy was in before. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I care. You know, no you no you don't, Michael Fucking Bay. You don't care.
0: And then yeah, like so they have this fourteen year old girl, Isabella, who builds a fucking BB eight. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. Who who (laughs) again is another one of these child prodigies that can fucking do anything in the world. She's
1: got ninja survival skills. (laughs) I Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, she has the confidence of a I don't know. Like a fucking 5-year-old uh, Japanese prodigy who can play the piano without looking at a fucking sheet. Right. Or something like get the fuck out of here, right? Yeah.
0: And then they have then they have, you know, the hot chick. Oh yeah. You know, who looks like Megan Fox. Yeah. I mean like a fucking like a double of Megan Fox. Yeah. You know, but she's got 3 PhDs. And she's thirty years old.
1: Yeah, and look, you—I don't. I'm not the only one who does my research on on shit when I do movie reviews. You did some research on it too, and you saw that that is fucking bullshit. You can't have three PhDs by then unless you're Doogie Hauser.
0: Well, not only that, nobody gives a shit if you have three PhDs. Yeah, and you would have to be in school for almost forty years. Forty years. The average age <laughs> of a PhD candidate in England, in London, England, is twenty-seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> And then you and back then, in th- Russia, I was rocket scientist. Yeah. <laughs> and then a second PhD is another eight years of your life, so that gets you to thirty-five. Mm. And then the third, you don't even need it. Most people don't, unless you're just a collector. And then if you're just a collector of of fucking you know degrees, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna fund you or support you because that's what a PhD candidate does. They work for a, an institution doing research. Yeah. So your first PhD you're funded for. If your second PhD is in a different class, it's not the same class. Then that's fine, you know. But nobody will go after. A, there's very few people that will go after a third or a fourth. There are a couple people that have like more than three.
1: Does PhD stand for people hate degrees?
0: Piled higher and deeper,
1: <laughs> or that?
0: So she didn't look like she was piled hard and deeper. I said piled <laughs> higher and deeper. You fucking deaf mute. Wahlberg was barely able
1: to touch her in that movie. So
0: something was holding her hand, dragging her everywhere. So yeah, you ha you have this hot chick who is multi PhD, you know, at thirty years old. Yeah. Or, you know, and and she's going after like another one for some fucking god awful reason. And, and she's a tour guide. Yeah, and she's a, exactly she's a <laughs> tour guide that's talking about um uh how mythology is all bullshit. That's yet a, we, yet they live in a world yeah, in where world. you have fucking gigantic robots who can turn into vehicles and weapons of mass destruction, and yet she believes that mythology and magic are bullshit. They all do. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I'm on board, man. I'm so on board, <laughs> dude. It's how how. How is it possible to even write a script like that? I mean, the guy must have slapped his head when when they said, you know, oh, you know, magic is bullshit. But um, And then some somebody, you know, that was reading the script went, you have cars that turn into robots. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, you know, we don't have to believe in that. Ma- you have cars that turn into robots. That's magical in and of itself. Yeah. So you can't even put that in the script, yet you're putting it in a script.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I you know. Look, there was um one of the trivias that I read for this uh this movie was that one of the trivias, one of the pieces of trivia for this movie was that Michael Bay decided to use a French accent for Hot Rod Ugh. because he thought
0: it would be cool. That's
1: what we're that's what we're dealing with.
0: And, and Hot Rod was created as a replacement for Optimus Prime. Yeah. You know. So you have Hot Rod who does nothing in the movie.
1: No. It creates time um slow-down bubbles.
0: Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> he can he can do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how I remembered that. He
0: can slow time. Yeah, I oh god damn it. it every, oh, and Bumblebee gets his voice back.
1: And look, every every one of these movies focuses more on the human characters than it does on the Transformers themselves. And but it seems it gets like with each movie it gets progressively worse. Like this movie was just or
0: well, Are you talking about the when Bumblebee tries to talk to Optimus Prime and Optimus Prime comes out of his state of fucking, I'm going to kill everybody because he heard Bumblebee's voice for the yeah, first time he's, in he's millions the, of years?
1: Yeah, he's the Dominic Toretto of the summer. I, I,
0: fuck you.
1: It, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And then this creator that comes out of nowhere. Now, I know, I read Quintessa. about it, and then the creator was based off of something from one of the cartoons. But And that's fine, but the problem is you can't, just fucking oh by the way um here's the creator of all the transformers out of fucking nowhere
0: right there is an actual creator of the transformers
1: when when they've already established other shit from the other films right get the fuck out of here oh there's only one thing that can save cybertron i thought that was the fucking all spark from right. the first one
0: get the, i don't even know why do they even look the spark is the creator of the transformers uh-huh. the all spark is when when you emerge from the spark there's an actual Transformer creator Yeah But The whole point of The war for Cybertron Was They are running out of energy They've They've depleted the fucking Planet of resources Yeah And when they crashed on Earth Megatron and the Decepticons Were going to harvest Earth And bleed it dry And then take all the energy on And return to Cybertron Yeah And And Optimus Prime stops them From doing that You know Yeah and they're presumably dead and missing. Hmm. And then the Earth government governments get together and they allow Optimus Prime to harvest some of the energy that they have, so that they can power up the Ark and go back to Cybertron and fix Cybertron, since the the Decepticons are dead. Now in the fucking Transformers movie, yeah. you have the All Spark. I don't even know what the fuck that is, <laughs> and and then you have. I don't even remember part two.
1: Part two is Revenge of the Fallen, where fucking uh, Sam Witwicky goes to
0: college. Oh right, and right. Then, the Fallen,
1: part, and then and then uh, uh, Optimus Prime gets killed for most of the movie, right? right? Then at the end they bring him back with the fucking Matrix of leadership, right?
0: Uh, from the guys in the cave. Right, the Fallen who is the creator of Optimus Prime or whoever. Or he's the he's Sentinel Prime or whatever.
1: Some shit. Yeah, and then then they had Sentinel Prime in the third one which is voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Right. And then he turns his back on he betrays all of
0: them. Right. And then the, the fourth
1: one with his line from Star Trek 2. Right. <laughs> so and then yeah, and then you have the fourth one um with the fucking the end battle in Hong Kong. I, I Yeah. Where uh, it's the bounty hunter one. It's yeah, it's the bounty hunters ones after right after and Up Galvatron. Kind of yeah, and then Galva- <laughs> dude, there's no mention in this movie uh, uh, how Megatron became Megatron again, and now how the, how the fact he's, he's not a bunch of uh, flying nano machines through the air <laughs> when he was Galvatron in the last one. Right, but he's just this fucking war face painted fucking robot that. Who's now voiced again. Tribal War. You said Tribal yeah, War. Yeah, he looks tribal, right? He's Now he's voiced again by Frank Welker, which I still can't recognize because he sounds nothing like the Megatron from the cartoon. You me. didn't
0: even recognize it when, even when they were doing the voice matching? I, I couldn't. Oh, yeah. I could tell. I'm 100%. Glad, I'm, glad,
1: I'm glad you could. I, I couldn't. I, it just it, it just pissed me off. When it said it was Frank Welker um, during the credits, I was like, was that real? It was? <laughs> okay, sure. I think Frank Welker did Galvatron in the last one, too. But yeah. But still I I think Hugo Weaving was smart for finally walking away. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, look. The, this movie again, it's disjointed. Yeah. It makes there's not one scene that leads into the next. It's just chopped together. Mm-hmm. Like like Megatron wants to meet with the fucking, you know, leaders of the world yeah. to have his Decepticons released from prison. Suicide squad style. Yeah. For who the fuck knows why.
1: There was someone that posted online, they said, they go, since when do Transformers rob fucking banks? Yeah. What do they need with money? <laughs> I'm like,
0: you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not just that. I mean, okay. So Megatron wants- No, not this guy. Not oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> Starscream is dead. Oh, he's still dead. Yeah, they have his head. Yeah. So that's that was fucking stupid. Um
1: no, he made a cameo. He's dead. That's, that's a cool cameo.
0: No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks for showing up, Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> Megatron.
0: The fucking... The, so he wants he, he wants a bunch of Transformers released from prison, right? Yeah. So the first one is like, uh, I want this guy, and I want Onslaught, and I want <laughs> whatever, and I want Super Nitro Death Machine... <laughs> And fucking, I want, you know... Yeah, I'm uh, like, why are these all in loony bins? Yeah, uh, and, and I want, you know, uh, Hand That Rocks to Cradle Machine, and <laughs> it, it just all these you know, fucking stupid names, you know? Yeah. And and the weird and the weird metal punk dude that looks kind of like uh, Johnny Rotten, but isn't Johnny Rotten. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, you can have this guy, but you can't have this guy, because he's wanted for nine murders. I'm like... How the fuck are you keeping these guys you had to build a super gigantic prison first and foremost. Yeah. And secondly, you had to you have to power the prison to keep these guys under lock and key. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So that takes an enormous amount of resource and energy. And thirdly, you have you have to (laughs) you you literally have to watch over forty foot tall, magical Metal machines that can create weapons out of nowhere and destroy everything. So your prison means nothing. Yeah. You know, oh, you can't have this guy. <laughs> and then Megatron gets all fucking angry about it. I
1: I think the first time I laughed in the movie was when they did the flashback with Anthony Hopkins and it showed Transformers attacking a Nazi uh, compound. Yeah, that's
0: Winston Churchill's house. I fucking... <laughs> It's so it's so fucking stupid. But that's fucking later on in the film. I know. I, I, the, you were laughing
1: way before that. I uh, was I because I, I, I all I recall is the first half. I'm just like this piece of shit. I, <laughs> I was fucking. I, I think I was just shaking my head so much that my
0: brain started hurting. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that whole fucking rant. And there was there was a there was a point in the, the movie the Suicide Squad fuckers. Yeah, but there was a point in the movie like there. Um, <laughs> oh, Cogsworth. Uh huh. Okay, that's where it was. Yeah. Is so he, is that the guy who does a voice who played now Excalibur? I don't know. Okay. I I don't have internet. All right. I couldn't tell you. Oh yeah, you're right. Hold on. Let me check. Just one more. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I still have no internet. Fucking racist internet. Yeah. So you have this this Butler of Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> who again and it's been
1: it's he's he's been existing. He's
0: fucking insane too, and he's
1: been existing for five hundred years. Right. Or, no, 1,600. 1,600 years, right? Right. So it's like, oh, there's already been Transformers here the whole time. Right. Oh, by the way, thank you.
0: No. Okay, I don't know where that's where going to. I'm saying that. that it... <laughs> we already knew that It's from that, Merlin and the Dragon.
1: That's what I mean. It's just fucking stupid. I, it,
0: yeah, Earth is, Earth is Unicron, by the way. Spoiler alert.
1: Ugh. This is one of the first
0: times... Fucking Unicron's anus. In
1: my movie review, this is one of the first times that I actually just gave away everything, because I didn't give a shit. And I said from the get-go, I'm going to spoil this movie because there's nothing even even worthwhile to be spoiling anyway. Yeah. So I'm compelled to do so. So,
0: okay. So, so getting on me. to, to the, the Cogsworth character who has gone from being a normal, a cool butler type character yeah, yeah. to this fucking insane... It turns into Spongebob. Uh, yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? And he's running all over the place, and all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, he attacks Mark Wahlberg's character, because... I'm way too close, because I'm... I'm, (laughs) You're uh, getting intense on this shit. I'm getting intense. He attacks (laughs) Mark Wahlberg's character for, you know, um, uh, because he has an opinion about the girl, the Witwicky, which which is what she is, the Witwickan.
1: Yeah, she's the (laughs) Witwickan.
0: And... Wow, that's better than unobtainium. yeah.
1: You said it like Beavis Or no, Butthead
0: You said it like Butthead <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah So Yeah, you know, because he, um, He's defending her honor, right? Yeah. I should beat the shit out of you Because, you know, if I can defend your honor And blah, blah, blah yeah. and, and just for no reason Out
1: of nowhere Just left field psychotic Yeah <laughs> Yeah
0: You know Mm -hmm. I prefer to be called a sociopath. Thank you very much. Is one of his lines, and then they have to go to Unicron's anus. Yeah, you know, and they have to go into Unicron to get Merlin's staff. Right. Yeah. So they, the only way to get there is by taking a transformer, which happens to be a submarine. Yeah. You know, which jumps its moorings. By the way, it doesn't transform, but it's a transformer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Explain that one to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cogsworth is in there with them, right? Yeah. And and like as <laughs> as the two are talking, he he says something to them and then jumps out of the boat and you see him swim off. Yeah. And then you and then like it cuts to him back in the boat. How he got back to the boat, I don't know. And he's dry. And he has two tuna's with him. Oh. And he cre- and he makes a sushi dinner. <laughs> right? So he's already been out in the ocean. So as soon as they get into Unicron... Oh, and Bumblebee's uh, holding on to the, the the submarine for this whole ride, by uh. the way. <laughs> as soon as they are able... As soon as they surface in Unicron... Yes. Cogsworth jumps out and says, I'm not getting in there. It's going to rust my gears, right? Okay. You were just outside of a submarine like 3,000 feet below the surface of the water kind of
1: like the beginning of the last Ninja Turtles movie where Raphael's falling down all the buildings with all of them but at the near the halfway through the movie he's scared to jump out of a
0: plane yeah yeah Yeah. you know yeah Uh, okay that makes sense and then and then after that he just kind of disappears forever until Anthony Hopkins dies
1: yeah, and that, that part's hilarious to me because the part where he gets killed, it's like when, it, when you see Megatron in the background of Stonehenge, and he sees Anthony Hopkins just casually walking like he's walking the
0: dog or something, uh-huh.
1: and he's like, da 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 da, and then fucking Megatron's all filthy human.
0: Well, no, because Anthony Hopkins shot one of the dudes. Did At, you not see that? Bear with me here. It it,
1: it it just seemed that way when he was just walking. Like the part where he shoots him, I, 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 I know he did something while he was there. I just how
0: didn't... could you miss the fact that he shot one of the transformer dudes, one of the Decepticons, when you hear when when you see him point his cane at the guy, uh. fire the cane at the guy, and the guy drops, and then Megatron looks and goes, you know, he says whatever, and then he it says filthy human, yeah, something filthy human or something. But it yeah. wasn't until after the attack started, you know. It was like a last desperate attempt to really kill a human. Yeah. So yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, I, I'm sorry. I just fucked this. Maybe fucking I missed movie. that because I um I started yawning during all the big action ending. I was fucking yawning uncontrollably. I, I I I was so bored with all. I it didn't matter that hundreds
0: of millions of dollars went into these visuals. It.
1: I don't care how bright the colors were, you know.
0: What, what? What was the whole point of that gigantic spaceship thing that came out of Unicron, right in the bottom of the ocean, uh-huh. and was floating towards Stonehenge? What was? I, I was that the power beacon? I don't. What the I, fuck was that? I don't know. Why is it in Unicron?
1: Uh, why? Why were there fucking transformers in World War Two without us knowing before? I don't know. I don't know. I'm good foo man. I don't fucking look. Maybe this makes my sense in the mind of a child. Like, what if there's this? What if? What if there is this fucking brilliance to Michael Bay where there is none? No, this is like fantasy land. But just bear with me. What if there? What if he purposely has done it all this way just to show how far he could get away with shitty fucking. <laughs> You're playing the game. Yeah. How far you can get away with 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 shitty filmmaking on Hute and wasting all this fucking money just to show that he could do it? What What if he like? There's just all this fucking deep, deep planning into making it as shitty and as quote-unquote simply entertaining as possible. What if? No. <laughs> I just. What if, man? I look, man. I. Oh, three, dude, it's been three years since we we did, we did Transformers Age of Extinction and it doesn't feel like three years. It feels like we just fucking ripped this movie. Right. And now we're at another one and now they're going to start filming the Bumblebee spinoff
0: at the end of this year. No.
1: (laughs) But Michael Bay might not be
0: directing it, Mike. I'm fucking done with Michael Bay. I was done with Michael Bay the last time but you I'm officially were, fucking done.
1: And I said this to you in the theater, you were fucking done with him. And it's like with Adam Sandler, right? So I think I had I finally had my Adam Sandler moment where I with Michael Bay is that as long as he's doing anything Transformer related, I want nothing to do with it whatsoever. I, I literally
0: I'm, want nothing to do with Michael Bay movies at all anymore from this point forward. It, Fuck them all.
1: Yeah. Take everything that we said about Age of Extinction, add it to this motherfucker, and then you'll have a general conception of how much we hate this fucking movie. This,
0: this movie is so goddamn awful, Joe.
1: <laughs> how awful is it, Mike?
0: <sighs> what is the worst smell you've ever had in your life? Death.
1: Um, something rotting. Something some dead body.
0: Okay. I will never forget this smell and i was with um i was i was with my friend and his family we were returning from a road trip you know and we were coming back from like nevada we were we went to the renaissance fair right uh-huh. and no that wasn't it never mind we were we were coming back but as we were driving home it was me and my friend we were coming back from wherever uh-huh. i decided to take an alternate route yeah And so i took and here we we have a back roads that parallel the freeway so if we don't want to be on the freeway anymore you know, and I could have taken I could have taken the turn off to the freeway, or I could have just kept going. You know, the way I went, and the way that I the way that I kept going was the back road. Okay. And as we were driving, there was the unmistakable stench of death. Something had died. Yeah. Or someone, and it was. Boom! 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 And as we're driving by it, I'm like. I'm totally made of, I didn't want to go this way in the first place. Yeah. And there was a reason why but I forced myself to go in this uh, on this back road. Yeah. And and I will never forget that smell because it was sickly sweet and yet made me want to fucking puke. Yeah. That is Transformers. Oh. Yeah. It and like I said I will never ever 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 forget that stench, the stench of death mm-hmm. which is Is so I mean it's worse than a skunk Yeah Is so power Is so overpowering And And That's what this movie is Yeah This movie Just Fucking stinks of Like death One of the worst smells That I, I can recall Dead people
1: Is back when I was I think five or six I took my dog To the The park at my school And I took her down The, the, the twisty slide uh-huh. And I Like an idiot Like a dumb fucking kid I, I still had her on her leash when I took her down the slide. Well, she got fucking caught, and she started hanging. And I had to you know loosen her up. But while she was hanging for a couple seconds, she shit. And I didn't realize it until after I had saved her that I had smeared – me and the dog coming down the slide smeared the shit all down the slide and all down ourselves. Right. And it was – the smell did not go away for fucking ever because it was everywhere. Right. And, I yeah, I cannot fucking forget that stank It – Ugh. It dog. You know dog shit's bad. Everyone knows dog shit's bad. But,
0: but shit smear. That's what this fucking movie is. It's a fucking shit smear.
1: <laughs> it is a shit smear. Shit smear sandwich. <laughs> he's hit three times really shit fast? Shit smear sandwich. Shit smear. How about shit smear? All right. Anyway, yeah. Smear, not schmear. Like I said, Anthony Hopkins was so fucking kooky in this that it was funny to me. Um, I love the part where he's just telling the fucking. Uh, the set was it the prime minister or whatever? He just keeps telling him to shut up. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Um, and then a couple other kooky things he said, and and the movie look the at least one prop I'll give to the movie that's kind of a prop is it, it realizes that you can't really take it too seriously. So there's this. There's a sense of humor this this childish it's very childish sense of humor that goes throughout the entire film. You can't take it too seriously. And and I know I know. You can't I, even direct it seriously. I know. <laughs> and, but there's some moments that end up making the the movie watchable because of of the goofiness of it. Like the the uh, d- No. D- 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 no, no, the movie's a turd. D- 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 fucking I'm still there with you. There are no points in the movie that's watchable. I'm not breaking eye contact, but (laughs) Merlin, Merlin for example, played by Stanley Tucci, him playing like a Monty Python ish kind of character. Okay, yeah, that was funny to me. All right, it was was fucking stupid. It was funny and it entertained me for a minute. I I will agree. Um, the 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 part where the chick is thrown in the
0: trunk, you know, get in the trunk, right? That was funny. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that okay, you know. I've had enough of you getting drunk.
1: Yeah, you know, and and then there's a couple other little little stupid things. Uh, those are enough to entertain you for a split second. But that doesn't look. You can have a sh- a diamond or you know a shiny gem in, in anything that's a turd. You can't polish. But it doesn't make the whole overall thing any better. It's just I'm I'm trying to find a little bright spot here and there because <laughs> you know normally on a good movie I'm trying to find the little pieces of shit spots. But right. this one it's like it's like trying to find the gem hidden inside the giant fucking dinosaur size pile of you know Jeff Goldblum. That's
0: a, right. So. That's a big pile of shit.
1: Yeah. So. Those are it. Anthony Hopkins. Uh, oh, and then the one part with the crazy fucking robot is when he's doing the, the fucking overture music to the story. That was so fucking stupid that it was funny. That was funny for a minute. That's it. That's it. That That's that, that stupid little things that entertain me. It,
0: it just, why did they even put that shit in there? I know, because... It, none of it made any fucking sense. I, I, like, he's going through the entire history of... The Witwicky clan. But they're not Witwickys, they're Witwickens. Yeah. So the whole fucking story has changed. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, they're all related to fucking Merlin, (laughs) you know. Yeah. And that's why, you know, (laughs) that's why magically Sam was drawn to the Transformers.
1: Yeah. Where the fuck is he now? Okay. So let me get this straight. he's making indie foreign films. That's where he's at.
0: in, In the cartoon series, do you know how... Spike and his dad met the Transformers. Um, ah, uh, it's it's there, but tell me, it's there. Take a just take a, a guess, just one guess.
1: Uh, accidentally got into a car. No, it was a Transformer. No,
0: I don't remember. All right, so in in the very first series, the first three episodes, yeah, Megatron comes to Earth. The the Transformers come to Earth. Megatron. Is is the for him and his his uh group the Decepticons are the ones that are fixed by Teletran one okay, yeah. and they they escape the Ark and then they go on the search for energy. They're gonna harvest the Earth for its natural resources. Yeah. In the second episode, they go to they find an oil willing oil willing oil drilling uh platform right yeah, and uh, they they end up there. And they get the they get the energy on that they need, yeah. right? Sam and his dad are working on the oil drilling platform. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. And Spike is his name. Spike and his dad are attacked by Rumble, the, the micro cassette. Sound wave, yeah. And Rumble fucking backhands Spike off the oil drilling platform. Yeah. Okay. So and his dad is able to wrestle him away and then jumps off the platform to follow him. Yeah. The Autobots show up. There's a massive fight. Mm-hmm. Megatron destroys the platform, yeah. trapping all of the workers, right? So the Autobots have to work to fix or to, to rescue these guys. Yeah, they have the Superman moment, yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. So when they're doing that, Spike and his dad say, hey, thank you for rescuing us. What can we do to help you? Yeah. And they're like, well, this fight's our fight. You know, Optimus Prime's like, this fight's our fight. Yeah. You can't do anything to stop those guys. And they're like, Yeah, but we know more about Earth and its resources than you guys do, so we can help you. Yeah. So let us help you. And that's how they become integrated with the Transformer. And that's reasonable. So that makes sense, right? Yeah. Not fucking, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a I'm gonna go buy a, a car. And, you know, Bumblebee is there to make sure that I buy him. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. You see
1: that lady sitting over there? That's my mammy.
0: <laughs> what if I hunt
1: Hey, mammy. Oh, yeah, bitch, don't do that. I'll break your fucking. <laughs> I miss Bernie Mac. <laughs> I
0: do, too. <laughs>
1: but that's the whole point is th- this movie is shit. These movies get so bad. That they keep making the first Transformers movie so much better, but I still don't want to watch it because it's it's I know what's going to come afterwards, but it's like at least it, when when you went Pain, to the when despair you went to, sorrow you, yeah when you when you go back to the first Transformers it seemed like he he kind of gave a little bit of a shit to to have some you know familiar elements to it, but after that it's 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 gotten so progressively worse that. Uh, I, I, it's, it's not even worth. It's like trying to understand a serial killer. You don't do it because you'll end up going fucking crazy and become a serial killer yourself. You, you can't try to th- understand the, the, the reasoning for why Michael Bay keeps fucking doing this. I, I don't. Money. <laughs> it, oh, it makes sense in my mind. <laughs> I think that this would be cool and that would be cool. And let's let's do it my way. <laughs> I, uh, I. All right, I, I know there's, there's a shit ton of things about this movie we could keep talking about, but I, I think we've already said enough. Yeah. I, I, that this was my moment. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with Transformers until they completely
0: I'm done with Michael Bay.
1: Yeah, uh, until he has nothing to do whatsoever, and someone actually starts to take this shit seriously. but the damage has already been done, so I'm, I, I don't think I'm coming back,
0: brah. Brah, brah, All right, brah. <laughs> so I right. gave it a zero. Okay. I, I, it's even, a fucking zero. Even Anthony Hopkins couldn't bring it nope. up a notch for you. Okay. No. Nope. As much as I liked Anthony Hopkins yeah. in the movie, and he was the only bright spot, zero. So what does that make this movie Uh, for you? Zero. And what does that mean? Nothing. It's worse than, than the- No. Yes. No? Yes, because I did say this. I said, this is possibly worse than Dolph Lundgren is the killing machine. There you go. And- I think this movie is worse than Dolph Lundgren as a killing machine. <laughs> I still we have see a that. new low.
1: Wait, I still need to see that fucking movie.
0: This and is- I've given zeros to other movies. Yeah, but this is like a worse zero. This is like this a is like zero. Yeah, like if I, uh, this is a negative five. Yeah, you know, yeah. on the Richter scale of movie fucking reviews, this uh-huh. is a negative. And we don't
1: do that. We don't break that barrier. But this movie breaks that barrier. Yeah, this
0: uh- is a, there's always a first.
1: Yeah, I. I won't dispute you on it, man. I I can't. I it. I I I
0: feel you, dog. Fuck <laughs> this fucking movie. The,
1: this movie actually this movie in a way as a movie fan it scares me, in the regards of, of this is what Hollywood could end up t- completely becoming, if if you, <laughs> if some stu if studios don't get a hold of themselves and realize that, sometimes doing the art properly is better than than thinking you can just make the quick buck. I. Don't let movies get this bad. Don't just don't don't. That's what straight to
0: is for. Don't let. Even then, <laughs> you, you know, stop fucking defending Hollywood. Stop making shitty movies. Yeah. Stop.
1: Please stop it. Damn.
0: Start me. investing in people that want to make good movies and then you'll get good movies.
1: Like I, like we keep saying, man, every, every once in a while, I'll, I'll go to the other side of the spectrum, man. A robot movie that fucking was made for barely any money and barely made any money but was brilliant was ex machina okay Yep that's the movie that should be making a billion fucking dollars worldwide not this shit this is fucking this movie should be if it was legal to do that in, in, in first world countries it, this movie's so bad that you, it would be legal to take the makers of the crew of this film and, and, and to stone them in public that's how fucking bad it is at least cut off
0: one of their hands yeah or something you know you know, this some, is some kind this of hobbling blatant fucking movie masturbation this is baiting so, I got to piss. All keep
1: right, you, you take a piss. We'll take a pause, and we'll come
0: back to this awesomeness. Why don't you keep talking? I, since you got to do your movie review. I have to entertain
1: myself? Fuck. All right. Just do your movie review. I'm scared, You're Mike. fucking pick of the week. Fuck. Paranoid. Um, <laughs> all right, so, yeah. My flick of the week is, uh. I, I this randomly just came out of nowhere. I, I was like, you know what? I didn't have anything picked. And I said, fuck it. This has been saved on my queue for a while on hulu so i said you know what i'll do two days in the valley the reason why i picked 1996 as two days in the valley is because this movie came out during a time where everyone was trying to do their own tarantino style movie um, two days in the valley is i think the most obvious one of all of the other copycats that have come out um, which look don't put me on the spot because i can't think of any others off the top of my head but Tarantino's style of filmmaking became very popular at that time because of Pulp Fiction. Um, this came out two years later and it has a huge fucking cast, all right? Um, it has people like, it has Charlize Theron in her first role. Uh, totally topless nude scene, by the way. Boom, boom, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got, uh, I said David Spade. <laughs> I mean James Spader. <laughs> Why did I put David Spade? <laughs> anyway, the the cast has Charlize Theron, James Spader, Terry Hatcher Danny Aiello Terry Hatcher I remember that Glenn Headley who just died like a couple weeks ago uh, Jeff Daniels Eric Stoltz Marsha Mason uh, Paul Mazursky Lawrence Tierney Louise Fletcher and Keith Carradine this movie has a huge fucking list of people um, and most of them a lot of them only have like a, like a one scene moment you know appearance it's it's, what it is is it tries to do the, the 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 true romance slash fiction thing where it has all these different characters in different scenarios doing their own things, and then by halfway through the movie or so, all of them have intersected each other in one way or another. And it's entertaining, and it's not a bad movie. Um, it's just that it's trying too hard to be a Tarantino-type film, and also the fact that it's got so many characters in it that with a hundred minutes I think or so before for end credits, there's not enough time to, to get into anybody. There's it, it tries to spread it to it's the story spread thin because of how many people it's going towards. All right. I mean you got uh James Spader's character, who's a hit man, who's actually it was a cool role for him, um, who's who's hooked up with Charlize Theron's character as she's like the honeypot, right? right. And then uh, they're connected to Terry Hatcher's character, who's an athlete somehow, right? And then oh, and then Danny is connected to them because he used to do some kind of odd jobs, but now he's just a pizza guy and he's he's down and out in his life, right? Um, don't they go to a house? Don't they go to someone's house? Yeah, some um, there's Marsha r- Mason, right? Marsha Mason and her brother, who's this British asshole, um, gets gallstones, so he um, he gets saved in uh, on Hollywood Boulevard by Michael J. White's. Um, cameo character right it's 96 no one knows who the fuck michael j white is right right at the time um he um, was a car thief and he ends up saving the guy well which made no sense why they even fucking dragged him in the movie in the first place but he ends up going home and then he's his his um his assistant is played by glenn headley right and then that's when danny Aiello, who um gets um he gets framed for this murder of terry hatcher's husband which is connected to james spader and blah 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 okay
0: But what I asked was, wasn't there a house involved with then Marsha Mason lives in the house?
1: No, no, her brother lives in the house. Okay. And that's, and then she ends up bringing this guy. This fucking, this is what I'm talking about, all these different stories is she meets this guy at a cemetery who's an ex filmmaker who's now down and out because everyone thinks he's a fucking loser and he's about to kill himself at the cemetery. Uh huh. So then he ends up meeting her right before he pulls the trigger, right? And then he goes off with her, and because he's going to give her his dog and all this shit. Right, right, okay. Yeah, and then it all ends up meeting there. Well, James Spader's character double um, or you know betrays Daniello's character, and they try to leave him for dead. Well, that's when Daniello you know survives because he's wearing the vest, and he ends up at that house. Right. And that's how and then he takes everyone hostage and then, then there's cops. Cops are watching this place and they're investigating this and that. Yeah, and then, with
0: the Terry Hatcher's place or whatever
1: it yeah, was. Right? Like a cabin yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and then it you was. have Eric Stoltz who's a partners with Jeff Daniels. And then, then it throws in this fucking thing about Jeff Daniels um going through a divorce and, 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 and he's gonna get kicked off the force because of uh he's he's, he's got a erratic behavior cop, and shit, right? he's like too crazy, he always pulls his gun out or something, right? And then it does this thing with Eric Stoltz where he's at a massage parlor and and, and he likes the girl so much there that he doesn't want to rat on her to Jeff Daniels, his partner, that she's, you know, because he goes, there's going to be no strip clubs in the valley, right? Or no massage parlors in the valley, right? Right. Or some shit. And it just, it tries to do all these stories. And so when you finally get to it, it's already over. The movie's already fucking over. And it was like, oh, am I pissed off that I just went through this whole journey with these people? No, I'm not pissed off. It, It was pleasant. It was a pleasant journey, but... When it's all said and done, I didn't really fucking care by the time I'm done with it because there's no one to really trust. Yeah, it was it was an okay movie. Yeah, it's just okay. It, it's not it's not pulp fiction. It's not true romance. No, and it tries to be. Yeah, and that's that's it, actually it tries to be more true romance than pulp fiction. Yeah, exactly. Cuz it doesn't overdo the, you know, the music like like pulp fiction does where, you know, the perfect music picked for every single scene. It it doesn't do that. Right. So but it, even how blatant this movie's trying to be, you know, pulp fiction and true romance, there's even a cameo by Lawrence Tierney. In a scene where he's, like, in a hotel room and he's get he gets bothered and he makes some, you know, deep voice, you know, remark. <laughs> and then, you know who Lawrence Tierney is, right? He Probably. Goes, Motherfucker looks just like the thing. The big bald guy who was the boss in Reservoir Dogs. The old man. That's Lawrence Tierney. Okay. Anyway, T- Tarantino. I know he, who he is. Yeah. Anyway, he does a quick cameo in the movie. Like, oh, full, there you go. There's another fucking Tarantino connection, right? Right. So, all in all, Two Days in the Valley is kind of cool for the time it was made, but it's overall, it's up to you. I, I think if you wanted to watch movies that were that tried to rip off the Tarantino style of Pulp Fiction and True Romance back then, um, it's worth a shot. It's worth giving. It's probably the better out of all the, the copycats out there, but that's still not saying much because when you compare anything to Tarantino, it's usually going to pale in comparison. So that's that's what Two Days in the Valley is. All right. It does have a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes though, so at least uh, six out of every ten critics liked it.
0: Hmm. But Transformers still has fifteen percent. Yes. <laughs> All right, and here we go. Uh, my choice is Predator 2. I saw I was um, watching El Rey. No, I was watching IFC. Uh huh. And um, the fucking movie was on. I was like, oh, okay, I got you know. Yeah. Why not?
1: And I, I'm not trying to interrupt, but IFC does. They'll show the actual entire movie just with commercials, but it's unedited, right? Yeah. So that's cool. Well,
0: they will show edited versions of it, but later on in the night, they'll show unedited versions as well. So it just depends on the movie, really. Okay. Um, but I was watching it because they were going to show Dread afterwards. Okay. But I had to work, so I was a little annoyed about that. And um, this movie's awful. <laughs> that's it's, it? It's, it's fun. It's a fun it's a, it, okay. It's a bad movie. Danny Glover's character is Danny Glover's character is Riggs is is Murtaugh. He's like the Riggs version of Murtaugh. No, he's he's Murtaugh Riggs. You know, he's not completely fucking like crazy. Like both of them together. You yeah, know okay. it's like Murtaugh right. before Riggs, right? Yeah. You know, and it,
1: before he was too old for the
0: shit. Yeah. And then you have Bill Paxton, who's great in everything he does. Yeah. And then you have Maria Conchita Alonso, <laughs> you know, who, you know. <laughs> she's over the top badass. Yeah, she's fucking pregnant too. And, <laughs> and then you have like, you know. so oh,
1: To show that the predator does have a
0: heart. Yeah. And <laughs> and the whole thing takes place in East L.A. Yeah, you during know? the
1: hottest time of year, 10 years later.
0: Yeah. And, oh, Gary Busey's in it. Forgot about that. Love Gary Busey in this. And, yeah, he was he was the fucking highlight in this movie. Yeah. You know. We don't want to kill him. We want to just capture him, doesn't and that? And
1: Every thing, time you know? that part happens in the fucking meat
0: house, dude, yeah. I get pissed off.
1: I'm like, no. Can he be? Is there like a director's cut where
0: he's in it longer, a yeah. little bit longer? You know, he Come was on. great in the fucking movie. I know him and Bill Paxton, and Bill Paxton ends up dying too. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I love the part where where Murtaugh. Um, or <laughs> Murtaugh Same thing. Where Danny Glover uh, ends up, you know, getting in that fucking face to face with uh, Gary Busey. Right. And they're just like fucking no one's backing down kind of thing, man. I I like I like stupid shit like that.
0: Yeah. And and then Mr. You know, Joshua. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's all I can think of is what if this was before Lethal Weapon? Uh-huh. Right? What what if technically in the timeline this happened before Lethal Weapon and they're both Warner Brothers and Gary Busey's <laughs> character is Mr. Joshua, mm-hmm. right? But it, he doesn't really die after seeking the predator.
1: he <laughs> was cut in half.
0: <laughs> I know, but it, it was somebody else, right? Oh, wait. It was so cold in there yeah. that it preserved him. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, again, you know. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. But what if, that, what if it was somebody else? Or what if Mr. Joshua was his twin brother? Yeah. Type of thing, yeah, right? You
1: could do that. I mean, you could always do that day any day, man. Dude, right. Go ahead.
0: So, so <laughs> and that, So I was kind of thinking that. I was like, what if? <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. But, you know the the whole the whole predator versus Danny Glover thing where they're fighting each other and then you know jumping across from building to building that was fun yeah it it was okay until until the other predators show up
1: oh you know you didn't
0: like that (sighs) I thought I liked it because it was like a respect thing
1: (sighs) like you know what you kicked his ass good job here you go here's a shotty here's a rifle
0: or whatever (laughs) You didn't like that, huh? No, I, I, the overall movie was just yeah.
1: Look to me, it's like a B movie that is like the top of the B movies. Like, yeah,
0: okay, I can see that. You know what
1: I mean, it's better done than it. Look, it could have. Look, been, I'll watch
0: it anytime it's yeah, on. It could have been
1: way fucking worse. Yeah,
0: it, it's it's one of those things. It's like the last Boy Scout. Yeah. You know,
1: it's a sequel that isn't. It isn't one that you would hate, right? It's just eh.
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the review right there.
1: All right. Who's next? <laughs> yeah. I I always have to pause it cuz I love that scene where you can see the alien the or the the uh, Xenomorph uh, skeleton. Yes, among others. Yeah. But in HD it it it's a lot easier to see some of that shit on the wall too. Right.
0: You know. Um I like the voodoo element that was in it. Mhm. Um the dude that played uh, the 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 whole part of the movie that really bugged me mm-hmm. was when Danny Glover's character has to get into the car uh-huh. and go see the voodoo daddy. Yeah. Whatever. That <laughs> that bugged me because the guy that boxing? was yeah, yeah the guy that was that was funny he was like dude you guys got to cut back you know <laughs> and when he and when he finally shows up and he meets you know Katango whoever the fuck it is <laughs> yeah you know
1: I know I like how it cut though from him screaming right to just his fucking head being right. carried that was fucking great editing right there I it,
0: like that absolutely and the uh, the the prop was really good it was good yeah
1: even the inside of the mouth. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. There, there was no CGI. No nothing. No. That was. That, that was a, a fucking prop head.
1: That was uh,
0: Winston or, or Baker. It's yeah. one or the
1: other, man. They always work on that shit.
0: Yeah. So, but the guy that plays, you know, you know, like I said, Katanga, big yeah. bad voodoo daddy, or, <laughs> yeah. You know, whoever he is, you yeah. know, uh, great the evil. Yeah. Fucking, you know, <laughs> crisp and clean and no caffeine. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Yeah. That guy, right? Absolutely. So that bugged me because that's not a character that's believable. Okay. You know, he's just standing in some fucking random alley, Uh, you know, throwing bones on a fucking 55-gallon drum. Where's his peeps, man? Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't he be in a fucking warehouse somewhere or, you know? I
1: I didn't read too much into it. It it, it would have been more
0: creepier if he were in a – if he were in a – a building yeah you know and the building is filled with all these fucking you know voodoo protections and and bones that are swinging and going back and forth and maybe skeletons yeah. alien skeletons maybe uh-huh. you don't really know uh-huh right and he's sac- he's doing a sacrifice and he's pouring blood you don't know where the blood's coming from yeah and you know to protect himself and stuff like that and he's and, and 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 he's marking up his body, yeah. So that you know, because as he says to Glover, you know, we're being hunted. Uh-huh. and he's like, by what? He's like, you know, by by the Not beast, by, by by demons. Yeah, by the demons. It, but it would have been more fucking creepier if he were if he were being serious about the character and doing the magic that you know you would expect out of this stuff. So you're
1: saying it was more throwaway, like yeah. Like just- like quick! Oh, he's a boss, and he does voodoo, and he's got the bones. And right. Boom! Since done. He's a boss. He's gonna die. Yeah. And yeah. Now the now now you know the predator's serious when he takes out the boss of all the fucking Jamaican hitmen. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> like I don't understand that. Like the opening scene where he kills everybody in that fucking penthouse room. Yeah. That was good. Oh yeah. Uh, look, I always remember that
1: scene because it cuts to like from far away, and you see the building, the window of the building, uh-huh. and you can see the chick riding on top of the guy. Right. And she's screaming, just fucking. I'm like, I was a kid when I first saw it, so I'm just like, oh, poopies. <laughs> but that's a scene that always stands out to me, you know. And then the fucking Jamaicans come in, and ruin the whole thing by right. by killing everybody, except her. Yeah, she's the you know, the, she's the the. She nicer.
0: even get fucking killed by the predator.
1: No, I, the predator let her live. Um, yeah, dude, I it's, I like the movie, but it's not something I I, I would. I'm only interested in watching Predator Part Two if I'm in a predator mood, like if I just watched the first predator and I'm still not completely satisfied and I want to keep going, then I'll watch predator too. That's why I own it on DVD. I also have predators with Adrian, you know, big nose Brody, but, um, I never watched that even though it's not a bad movie. That movie's not bad until what? The last three quarters of the film when, when fucking all of a sudden uh, foreman becomes a serial killer and you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with predators? (laughs) Right, it's like why is
0: that '70s show attacking everybody?
1: Yeah, it's like you already fu- you already had Foreman fuck up Venom, now you're having him fuck up Predators. What the fuck is going on?
0: Yeah, speaking of, <laughs> so
1: but before that, Predators wasn't bad. All right, shit, the Predators sell themselves. You don't need to fucking throw in some bullshit about a, a side character. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, do you have anything? I, I don't. Um. Anything else to say about uh about, about the Predator? No. The demon, the off
0: <laughs> exercise the demon. I, I can't do the. I can't do the Arnold fucking. <laughs> Shut it. the day. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. I seriously I can't do the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger predator. Get to the chopper. There we go. <laughs> if it bleeds,
1: we can kill if it. If it bleeds, we could kill
0: it. Yeah, because that was on also, um, and I I turned it on right at the point where fucking. Um, Jesse Ventura gets shot through the chest, yeah, and Bill Duke gets all pissy about it, yeah, you know, like, the and I'm like, there's, 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 there's an underlying tone of, oh, homosexuality going on there, I,
1: uh, I, maybe, but I, I didn't see it as that. I just saw it as like this, this tight brotherhood.
0: No, there was something more <laughs> to it than that. I think not, you just not, were, not that there's anything wrong with it.
1: I think you you're, you just wanted to see Bill Duke in. Uh, no, but there, <laughs> dude. There was <laughs> a there was a serious
0: because he goes in and he opens up the the body bag, yeah, right, yeah. and he takes out the flask yeah. and he says something, goodbye, bro. I yeah, know, yeah, you stuff, know. Man. But he but he says more than just goodbye, same bro. Same
1: kind of moon, same kind of jungle.
0: Yep, and and he takes it to heart. It's there is more to those two characters, you know. Then, we'll, then let's ask Shane Black. <laughs> yeah, then the surface reading of they're just they're just friends, right? I but, mean, they're they're super tight. Which again, even if they were, even if there was the yeah. homosexual overtone going on with all, with with both of them, again, not a big deal. It actually makes the movie better.
1: Um, Jesse Ventura though had a problem with jar faggots, though.
0: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but see, oh, so you're saying that Bill Duke was
1: was fucking was Jesse Ventura's sexual tyrannosaurus? Again, Is that what you're saying?
0: Again, if if you take because he says he says the slack jawed faggot in yeah. in the movie, yeah. If you take that and then you and then you looking a little bit deeper into the movie, uh, if you take what he says, Anally and then,
1: deeper, you're getting relatable with just it.
0: Stop it. <laughs> if 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 you take what he says and and then apply it to their relationship, yeah. Which means that he's covering by saying that stuff, yeah, so that no one will suspect them.
1: <laughs> you're getting so fucking deep with it, man. Uh,
0: yeah, but it's just a, it's just a riff on a thought.
1: Man. I know, I know. I, 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 get. Look, you can. There's plenty of, of evidence in, in what you're in in the movie that can back up what you're saying. I, I, I get you. All right. <laughs> that is that is a left field fucking uh, theory though, man. I, it came out of fucking nowhere, but all right. <laughs> Dill Duke is a sexual Tyrannosaurus. All right. Um <laughs> damn, That's a good fucking movie, man. God damn, that's a good. You know what? When you compare the first Predator to Predator 2, it's like, yeah, definitely 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 you it's you're 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 missing something, of course. I, it's uh, the camaraderie between um Dutch and all of his his crew. Is way better than than what um, Danny Glover's got with all his people. Even though they weren't bad, they weren't bad for what they were. They still aren't fucking Dutch in his crew. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's. I think that's one of the biggest problems.
0: Yeah, and then then you have Carl Weathers' character, and I'm not a big Carl Weathers fan, but he was great in fucking. Oh, yeah. in Rocky. They did but the he was same good in Predator to too. You know. Yeah. And when when you have you know nobody likes him. No. because he's he's the man, yeah. right? He's the CIA
1: he's a, got you pushing too many pencils. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I woke I, up. Why don't you? Yeah, and then Shane Black basically w- when when they're making too much noise and Bill Duke comes down and basically says to him, yeah. "If you don't fucking if you don't get your shit together, I will end you." Yeah. You know. And then Shane Black says the same thing. Yeah. You know, pull up, you, you get your shit together. Yeah, he said he said you're ghosting us motherfucker. Yeah, that's what he said. You're ghosting us. Yeah, you're he like, ghosting us motherfucker. That's a that's a great line.
1: Yeah, I'll leave you out here in the world, bleed you.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, fucking love it. And then Shane Black basically says the same thing, and then Schwarzenegger backs them all up. Yeah. You know, she's your responsibility. Don't fuck this up for us. Yeah. And she's your baggage. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, dude. That, that's look. If I can become better and better as a writer and Chuck, while we're doing this pitch stuff and, and and I'm writing movie reviews and all this stuff, if I could become an actual screenwriter. I would use influences like that to create good characters. Like Poltergeist, um, how you create a family dynamic that's interesting on screen. Um, at Predator, how you show a group of guys that are fucking tight-knit and and, they, and there's a respect there and all that shit works,
0: right? Do you know how to do that?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Then I'll
0: show you. Let me, um, let me give you a real quick lesson. The only way to learn how to do that uh-huh. is by taking the scripts themselves yeah. and rewriting the script yourself. Okay. Word for word. Okay. That's how you learn how to do it. Right. Because then you get invested in the characters, like, oh yeah, then this part happened, and you start typing, and I oh you. shit, yeah, and then, and then you you start to, and then you get a fuller understanding. Yeah, exactly. I got you.
1: All right, awesome. All right, so lastly, uh, there was just a little bit of news. Uh, nothing, nothing too uh, special to talk about this week. Um, I mean, there's always a bunch of, oh, this new poster does this, and this new poster does that. Ooh, little teeny rant. This has to do with Transformers, not the movie itself. But when we went to see the movie. Um, I, I, I remember how we talk about fucking little trends that, that you know they're always trying some new idea right mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't know if I ever predicted this but when I saw it happen I fucking it was like I already knew it was going to happen kind of thing mm-hmm. they started doing this, this this promotion with the movie Dunkirk done by Christopher Nolan that's coming out in a few weeks mm-hmm. where where <laughs> you died um, where you got oh, where is. they keep showing like a 15 to 20 second clip of the movie and then it ends with, uh, you know, with a, with the clock, the clicking clock stopping, and right. it just says Dunkirk, right? Right. And then it did it like four or five times before the movie started. It did it in between, like it would do like one or two movie previews, and then it would do the Dunkirk thing again, and then it would do another Dunkirk, and you know, and I, I dude, I did not like it. I, I don't even if yeah,
0: he, it, it's kind of invasive.
1: It is invasive, and I, I, I think if it was like a one shot deal, like we'll say, like if it was like the same like Deadpool, right?
0: If they opened with those things, like they did the first one and then the very last... Uh, yeah. Um, what do you call it? The, the, the last...
1: The, 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 the tr- right before the movie starts. Yeah. The yeah. last trailer. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And look, I think that something like that would work better with the comedy, with a character that you love, that you know and love. So if you were going to promote like Deadpool part two, uh-huh. doing that where it's like a different clip, like a 15 second clip of something like that Ryan Reynolds is doing. Right. I could see that working but when it's just a movie like Dunkirk any kind of i think with any action movie any drama it would not fucking work only with a comedy i could see it working otherwise stop it stop it stop don't, it don't do it anymore cuz it's fucking annoying you know and look Dunkirk looks like it's a really well done movie but those that's those split up trailers turned me off maybe not want to fucking see it uh. it's just like dude Fucking quit! I want to watch the movie now. Yeah. I, th- those those were so fucking annoying. I was I couldn't wait for Transformers to start. That's how fucking annoying they were. So take uh, take notice, uh, trailer makers of Hollywood. That shit's fucking annoying. Yep. All right. But great idea for uh, Ronald Reynolds if you want to do like some Deadpool shit like that. That would be fucking cool. I think if you how my people call you how your people call my people. Fuck. All right. <laughs> so anyway, mini rant over. Uh, first news is that um, Twitter. Um, there I'm was like a converse, there was a conversation on Twitter between um, uh, Mark Millar, and uh, the the director of Kong School Island, uh, Jordan Vogt Roberts. I don't know how you pronounce the, that middle name. Vogt, yeah. Vogt. I don't fucking know. Vogt, Vogue. Um, there was Blight, a, a tw- and there's a Twitter conversation between them that is sparking an idea, um, or sparking talk between people that, um. That Warner Brothers is trying to get directors to make a live-action version of the Red Sun comic um, for Superman, which is a it's called an Elsewhere comic or something like that, where yeah. Elseworlds. It's, it's like a what if, right? Yeah, and it's, it's called you know, Red Sun, and you. I'll let you describe it in a second because you you know way more about it than
0: I do. I don't really know. All I know is the the basic premise is what if Superman crash landed in Russia in Ukraine instead yeah. of Kansas?
1: Yeah. He crash land in Ukraine that's what the article said Crashland in Ukraine he grows up in Russia instead of United States um, so he's the red son Give it red because everything red is us <laughs> but um, I'm about this I'm wondering maybe I'm slowing the uptake on this and maybe it's obvious and I'm just not fucking seeing it that way but what I'm noticing is what if Warner Brothers is seriously considering doing this but what they did was they had these two fuckers who they've had in talks with, you know, Millar and and Roberts, what if they purposely had them posting this shit on Twitter, this conversation or whatever, just to see, just to get the feelers out there and to see what people would be commenting on it.
0: It's a possibility. Gauge
1: gauge reaction. Yeah. And then there's a shitload of feedback and then they know whether they should do it or not. Look, uh, that's, look, I know that there's, that Warner Brothers is trying to do some, you know, their own original thing and, and left field shit. Doing an elsewhere thing, I mean, look at Logan. Logan's an elsewhere thing if you think about it. So, else world. Else elsewhere, <laughs> Else world. Sorry. Um, Logan's like an else world type thing. So, um, look, I think it's like I say with anything, man. If you do it fucking right, I'm all for it because I, I like that kind of thinking. I like where you're going with this kind of thing, right? Fuck you, Sprint, you fucking shitty network. But if you're not, but only if you can do it that way. Otherwise, It just seemed. Otherwise, it could just end up being like Suicide Squad, where it's this desperation thing, Uh and you fuck it up, and it was like, why? Why'd you even try? You just you fucking idiots. So, that's my take on it. Okay, (laughs) that's my take. I I took it
0: away, man. I was trying to look it up, but I can't because fucking my uh, my phone's on the Sprint network, and that's all I have to say. There's someone on my
1: movie movie uh, club thing. His name is Confucius Jones. <laughs> That's a good name. Cool
0: name. Confucius Jones. That's a good action name. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so like, my internet's down because there's a massive fucking outage with Wave Broadband. And, and I, I turned off my Wi-Fi because there's no point in having Wi-Fi on on my phone. Mm-hmm. But when I have my phone, as I'm sitting here in my house, I, I, all I get is 3G, which is amazing. I get 3G on my phone. Although they just put up a new fucking tower.
1: If you can get 3G, does that mean you're
0: able to text? <laughs> is that it? I think that's pretty much it. All I
1: can do is text. And it, I
0: I can wait, you know, 22 minutes for uh, a fucking page to load up. Mine will cut in and out
1: if I don't use the, your Wi-Fi. I have 4G, but it's with one and two bars or no bars. Right. And usually they it'll cut in and out and it so I can have anything consistently going anyway.
0: Uh, oh, there we go. Here we go. Uh, Mark Miller and Warner Brothers is talking to directors about a Superman Red Son. Um, I mean, I, to me, that would be a good idea of trying to get feelings. Oh, that's up. because Mark Miller created the comic. With yeah, the in 2003. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't know if he created it or wrote some of it or whatever. Uh-huh. But anyways, I look, Warner Brothers needs to get their act together when it comes to DC Comics. Yeah. They are failing miserably. And, yeah, there's always these dissenters that say, you know, Warner Brothers fucking movies are better than Marvel's movies and I'll tell you why type of thing. (laughs) Yeah. And they're wrong. Yeah, uh, of course they're wrong. They're fucking wrong because they're not. Marvel has it down to a science. And what you need to do is you need to control your shit. Yeah. And if you have directors that fucking walk away like Joss Whedon, then that's the way it is. It's the house of... You're you're playing in someone else's sandbox. you got to play by their rules. And if you don't like their rules, don't play in their sandbox. No. And it's the same thing that happened with fucking um, Miller and Lord when it came to the Han Solo movie. Yeah. And what's going on with that, and, and now it's starting to come out that Miller and Lord thought that they were brought on to a Star Wars movie to make a comedy where it's supposed to be a heist movie. Yeah. And... And I mean, how do you fuck that up? And then the other thing is, is that the dailies. Nobody was talking about what actually happened. They're just saying, "Oh, this is bullshit for fucking Kathleen Kennedy to fire these guys because," no, this is what happened. Kathleen Kennedy hired these guys with the specific idea to give a little bit of a different take on a Star Wars movie. Yeah. However, it has to be a Star Wars movie, not a Miller Lord movie. Yeah. And she was very specific. And, of course, the contracts all are fucking spelled out. Multi-fucking layered, I would assume. And how the movie is going to be done. Billion-dollar attorneys, man. Yeah. And the script and everything else. Like, 90% of the script was already written, you know, because Larry Kazin's involved in the fucking movie. So he's the one that was, you know, the primary script guy. So he's getting the dailies and everything else. And the entire crew is fucking miserable because they don't like the way Lord and Miller are doing it. And all of a sudden it comes out that this movie, this new Han Solo movie, the Star Wars story yeah. is more like Ace Ventura <laughs> than Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I just watched both of those movies with my kids the other day. And, and that's why they brought,
1: <laughs>
0: they, and that's why they brought in fucking Ron Howard to fix this shit. Yeah. And they said that like 90% of the movie has already been done. So, you know, Ron Howard doesn't have a lot of stuff. Is that to do. the
1: new trend? You got, you got fucking Joss Whedon fixing, Fucking Zack Snyder shit, and then you got over here, you got fucking no, Ron Howard. It's fixed. not the
0: new trend because Ron Howard doesn't come in and fix shit. I'm t- Joss Whedon does. Laugh with me, Mike. I'm not gonna laugh at you. All right, it's a new laugh clown. It's the laugh. fucking
1: it's the it's the cup game of directors.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's shell game. Yeah. But look, you know, I again, I uh, always say this. I'm not a fan of Joss Whedon. You know, I, I think he makes decent stuff. I'm just not on board with him like a lot of other people. Yeah. Um however, he's a much better director than fucking Zack Snyder. hmm You know? And I still can't get I still can't get into Justice League. I watched the trailer again. Uh-huh. I just can't get into it, man. I don't I, I have no interest. And and I'll tell you the exact problem that I have with this whole thing. Why is Batman putting together the Justice League? <laughs>
1: Yeah, cuz he's in the comics according to you cuz I I don't know all about it. According to the comics or whatever, he's the one that they had to pr- practically drag into becoming yeah, part of the Yeah, he's the, the
0: dissenter. He's yeah. the guy that literally funds the Justice League.
1: <laughs> I'm the dissenter.
0: Yeah. And nobody he doesn't want to be involved in this because he's a lone gun. Yeah. You know, he'll come and help when he needs to, but other than that don't call. Yeah. <laughs> cuz it'll go to voicemail. <laughs> Yeah. But you have Superman and Green Lantern and, well, it's, and whoever else. You
1: know what it is? It's his recompense for for not for for
0: allowing Superman to die when he sh- It's f- fucking bullshit. I
1: just I don't I'm just fucking He's making up for it. Yeah. No, the, the deaths <laughs>
0: of Superman had nothing to do with the rebuilding of the Justice League.
1: I, I know. i just <laughs> Um Look, dude the, Garbage. This I look I want I want the movie to be good, but here's the thing, man. When the trailer for when I first saw the trailer for the Avengers back in you know 2011 when it was the after credit scene of Captain America the first Avenger, Avenger <coughs> that gave me fucking goosebumps and then when the when you saw the full on trailer first trailer for, for the Avengers it gave me goosebumps and you see the movie and you're like holy fucking shit I love this this is great I had a great time I had fun right I but, liked it until the penis
0: robots showed up
1: <laughs> but even then when, when Hulk is fucking them up it was great
0: so yeah but it's joss whedon third act i know third act i, I know but he st- he literally stole or talked to michael bay <laughs> and michael bay talked oh, him into using stole, robot penises
1: stole the the dark the dark dark of the moon uh, uh, action sequence huh with yeah. shockwave going through the all the buildings and shit yeah it's fucking stupid. shockwave was a worm instead yeah you know? um not and not a second gun yeah, but at least it didn't have fucking uh, Shia LaBeouf fighting Patrick Dempsey in it, though. Because, that, you, know, you know, those two having a fistfight on top of a pile of trash, that, that culminates with a good story. Uh-huh. All <laughs> All right. Avengers did do that. Anyway, even the trailer for Age of Ultron got us fucking hyped, man. The No Strings on Me trailer yep. fucking hyped us up. We were like, holy shit, I, I, we got to fucking see this shit, right? Regardless of the movie wasn't that great. This shit with Justice League is not hyping me up, man. It's not... It looks kind of cool. Well, Aquaman looks great. I'm glad that you finally found a fucking cool-looking Aquaman.
0: But it's but, not Aquaman.
1: But it's still not it's not it's not enough to yeah. No. And then you're having that fucking uh Jimi Hendrix fucking riff in it.
0: It's not Jimi Hendrix. Wasn't it? I... It's White Stripes. Oh, right, whatever. That's why you're here. And then and then it goes into uh uh Sardin peppers. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, I, I think then 2 th- come then, together.
1: Then okay, then I think Jimi Hendrix did a riff on it then his own, but it was Whatever No <laughs> Anyway um,
0: Yeah Beatles I, come together Not. Sergeant
1: I get what you're saying Because it's It looks kind of Like it might be good And I hope it does have A sense of humor But I, dude
0: Wonder Woman's still not enough To get me on board No It's not. a good movie And, and, and Justice And I'm sorry Warner Brothers has a problem On his hands Because It's a good movie Yeah It's a really good Fucking movie And that's That's the problem That they have on their hands Is that Now they have to that Equal bar. or better it Yep that fucking bar, and they man. can't do it. They can't do it until they actually get people in there that understand. Yeah. And this is why they need someone like Bruce Tim. They need Bruce Tim to be the Kevin Feig of DC Comics. Uh-huh. He needs to be the guy that is the creative overseer of how this should be because the dude's a motherfucker when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. And he will yes or no the mo- the shit out of things. But if he doesn't agree with you, he'll say no. This yeah. is no.
1: I think that look even we're not though,
0: doing the fucking new fifty two e- even though trying
1: something like Red Sun would like maybe in some way some future would be a cool idea, not right now, because you need to set your shit on the proper path before you go into those fucking directions well that, what that, about that's the, my opinion what on about it.
0: the fact that there's supposed to be like ten different Batman movies coming out in the next two years? <laughs> yeah, have you heard about that one
1: i Dude, I I quit reading this shit because it's all, it's all spec. It's all spec, dude. There's no fucking, I don't know what to believe. It's just, oh, this might be this and that might, oh, someone made a comment about fucking eating sushi and now, oh, are they going to go play Aquaman in this or something? No, that's not what it fucking said. So I don't.
0: No, I mean, they literally have 10 movies lined up for the next two years.
1: Oh, well, good luck.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, wait, Marvel's doing
1: this? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're going to do this and we're wh- going to do that. We're
0: going to do 10 Batman movies.
1: <laughs> it's like the little kid down the street. That's like trying to one up. Like I, I I got two. I got it too. Yeah. Right. I can do that. You know, no, right. shut the fuck up. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, um, Luke Besson said in an interview that, um, the, uh, no one should worry about Valerian and it's huge budget. Um, to, you know, the movie has a 210 million dollar budget, and my my thoughts on it was, I don't know what other people have been saying, but apparently people have been saying it's going to be a huge flop. My opinion is is that the movie is going to flop in America because Americans are fucking stupid when it comes to um, space movies that are uh, that aren't Star Wars. Okay, they're just narrow minded. They're very tunnel visioned with it. And that's why The um, uh, Fifth Element didn't make a shit ton of money over here. It's because people just, oh, well, if it isn't Star Wars, then I don't really want to go see it. Um, having said that, I, I was worried that, you know, this movie might be fucking great, and yet it's not going to make its money back. It's going to be considered the, the the water world of this decade or something, right? Um, or, the, I'm sorry, the John Carter of this decade. Or, well, John Carper. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's going to be the new John Carter. So... Um, but Luke Passan said in an interview that the only way that this movie got authorized to be made in the first place was that they had they had 96 um, percent of it already paid for before they started filming. Um, they they had a, um, they did it in pre-sales, so um, there's nothing to worry about. They they they're, when they send the, when they release this movie, it's it's all just going to see. What's your point? It's kind of testing everything. So what I'm saying is. Um, I'm just bringing it up about him about him saying like like Lupuson isn't worried about the movie fucking failing because it's already paid for. It's not a big deal. It's not going to be the the biggest flop that everyone's predicting it to be because there are people that are predicting it Dude, to Dude,
0: everybody that I've that that's seen the trailer every time we go to a fucking a movie and that trailer is playing, yeah. every person in the fucking theater is like, "Oh my god." or "Ooh." <laughs> like this movie's going to fucking kill.
1: Look, and I hope it does. But I'm just basing it off of what I've seen before. All right? So I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Okay? So um, anyway, I, I got nothing else to add unless you want to talk about the fucking Iron Man thing where, where, where Peter Parker was already, you know. What?
0: Right? Did you? Hear? No, I don't care. All right. So that's all I got, man. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming right now.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll be about that in a couple weeks anyway. Yeah,
0: it comes uh, out next week.
1: All right. No? The 7th. Yes, I know. That's what I was talking about. So Spider-Man, we'll be seeing that in a couple of weeks, but next time on Cinescape Movie Reviews. It comes out next week. We are going to, I know. I, I, I corrected myself by agreeing with you, you fuck. Move ne- on. Next week. All right. The 7th. Uh, the Sabbath. Um. No, the 7th. Next week. <laughs> Show me some devil horns. Right here. Um, The next movie we, we will Baby be driver. talking about on Cinescape Movie Reviews is going to be Baby Drava. Right. Uh, which uh, everyone's blowing up and I'm fucking tired of it because I don't want my expectations to be too high with this movie but fuck it it's already there assholes now if the movie's awesome am I going to realize that it's awesome or am I going to be like oh I wasn't as good as everyone said fuck whatever <sighs> <laughs> thanks for joining us on this I am me you are you let's fucking uh, bounce and uh, adieu oh do you want
0: you want to say something too you want to say goodbye no I- <laughs> I am me. You are you. Blah, blah, blah. Suck my poo. Oh, well, that would fit with that movie, wouldn't it? Yes. All right. Transformers is poo. Transformers out. Fuck that voice. <laughs> that, that is perfect for this fucking the end of this podcast because that voice is off. Those fucking voices. Oh my god. TTFN. Yes. off for now fucking awful <laughs> stupid dark side evil voice perfect thank you thank you for bringing that one up You're welcome. okay goodbye good show jolly good show jolly good show indeed hakuna
1: matata bitches this is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My
0: handle. That's what I call it. My handle. You can tweet me at. You can send me a tweet at. You
1: can tweet me at, You can follow me. Fuck off. All right. Yeah.
0: Follow. You can you know, follow me or tweet me at. Send a tweet to. All right. Follow. Follow would be better.
1: You can follow me on Twitter.
0: T- you can Twitter me.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore
0: Joe. And for me, it is at- What about you? MPS 5150, because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember, share the podcast.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: What is it, Joe?
1: Yeah. You see that little button over there? Yeah. Yes.
0: Got what do? button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless. It's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast.
1: Click that shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We put we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot.
0: Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button. Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google Plus. Pick one. We S- prefer Facebook, but you know. Spread the love.
1: Help us grow. Spread the love, and we will spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I
0: take showers. What is that one? Show the balls?
1: (laughs) Open your balls. Open
0: your balls.
1: (laughs) Shower, yeah. Share the
0: show. Share the hell out of it. (laughs) Share. Give her some love. I sound like little Nick. (laughs) Have a good night. Hmm. This
2: is the end. It's the end. The end, I tell you, we're all going to nibble the dust!
1: Argo, fuck yourself.